what's going on everybody welcome back to matt goes to the movies we are going to be talking about the surprise january release megan and i say surprise because you might be surprised to hear some of our thoughts on this movie um a film that was you know pretty much all based on the premise of a viral dance that you saw in the trailer which surprisingly enough ends up being maybe the most meaningless part of the entire movie um whether or not that's good or bad we're gonna get into but before we talk about this movie as a whole we want to tell listeners about another great giveaway that we are doing here and it is for the movie devotion now devotion is on digital right now and it stars jonathan majors and glenn powell in an epic and inspirational story based on the events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy Devotion on digital now, and it's packed with behind-the-scenes bonus content. It's also available at participating retailers, and it's rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Thank you to MAP360 for sponsoring this portion of the program. And with that, we'll be giving away five free digital copies of Devotion for our listeners of Matt Goes to the Movies. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and follow us on all social media platforms such as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, talking about Megan, you know, this did not have a lot of things going for it off the bat. The one thing that it had going against it is the dreaded January release. You do not normally see movies in January that are are good. This is usually a dumping ground. But I am happy to say, at least from my end, this is an absolute surprise hit. I was convinced that this movie would be so bad that it is good and I would just enjoy it and laugh at it. What I found is a movie that knows how to build tension, has a great villain, likable characters, and some surprisingly relatable social messages where you find yourself actually digesting the dialogue that is in this movie. And I found myself saying, this is much more than just a horror flick with a goofy premise. This is a well put together film that offered me way more than I thought I would get. And is really already to me, this is going to be one of the surprise hits. And it's also to me, I think Megan has a real chance of being up there above Chucky as America's favorite killer doll. Uh, those are my initial thoughts. Yeah. To say it's surprising is definitely the right terms. I've seen people be like, oh, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. And it's like, no, <laughs> not, not at all. Because what you see in the trailer, one, they heavily market that dance. And it's just that scene. Actually, no, it's something a little bit, but it's still like we came out of the theaters and I was like, that was like the sixth most memorable thing in that movie. But like you also have that entire storyline between a foster parent slash guardian, which 
I did not expect coming into seeing that movie and having a really actually compelling storyline. And it was also generally like scary a little bit. Some of the scares get you. Yeah, this this movie, it again, it it draws tension. There's some legitimate scares. There is in this movie some actual funny moments too. And and the and the the humor works. It's it's very sporadic. There's not a ton of it, but it works. I, I found myself having some actual genuine laughs. I found myself having some genuine like couple of scares. But again, what drew me on this movie is this story. I, I mean, you can kind of piece everything together from the trailer, so to speak, a little bit. You have our main character. Um, who her parents die in a car crash and she goes to live with her aunt. That's the only person that can, can take care of her, but her aunt, her character's name is, is Gemma in this movie. Um, she doesn't really have these skills. She lives a very specific life. She works for a toy manufacturer. She does. She's a designer. She's very specific. She's very by the numbers and a lot of things that she does. Everything has a place. You know, she has toys on the shelf that are not supposed to be taken out of the box. And, and this really uproots her life. But during this story, you see genuine character development from this guardian figure who goes from, yes, this person's at my house to understanding the responsibility that she's overtaking and trying to be, you know, there for this child who suffered a traumatic experience. And, and that's what caught me the most about this movie is this story is actually really good. These performances are top notch. You usually don't get this. Yeah. It was actually like seriously like good acting from here, even from the child character. Like there was a hospital scene and like, I buy it. She's terrified after that. But yeah, it's it's a story of like you have the theme of a parent growing with their child and both of them learning from each other. And like still, I didn't walk in this movie expecting that. I'm glad it happened because it what makes this movie awesome. Yeah, it you know, you, you get surprises. Um, but, you know, the, the star of the movie it, it is going to be Megan. You know, that's what it's marketed on. Um, and let me tell you, this delivered. At no point does she look honestly kind of ridiculous. Her movements are really sporadic um, in, in certain scenes, especially towards the end. There's a scene where she kind of zombie walks. She's a little bit messed up in like the final, the third act, you know, uh, of this movie. But this character is really well done and the way that she listens evolves and does things it honestly is a very natural progression even for megan the way that she was designed and what she is intended to do the way that she gets is a hundred percent believable that's what i like it's not some again i love child's play so i am not sitting here saying anything against this but it's not a serial killer put his soul in the body or anything like that. Like this is artificial intelligence that naturally through this movie develops into what we see Megan as 
in the trailer. That's another thing that I really enjoyed is Megan's character possession of why she gets so protective and starts to kill people. Actually, I hate to use the word feels earned, but it makes sense as to why she goes to the lengths that she does in this movie. Yeah, you could definitely say it. That it works. And I think there also is like a little, I think it's a really blink if you miss it scene where I really think everything goes awry with her design and everything. But like that's a kind of, and it's over moment. So if you don't catch that, it still feels kind of like, yeah, she's building up and like all these different like things are going in. They literally say like, she's like kind of adapting to like, all of the technology around her and it's just coming worse and worse and worse until like she threatens to like, I am my, like you don't control me anymore. I am in control now. And it just kind of almost hits rock bottom for everyone. Yeah. And she's also too, there's scenes as she's evolving and she's starting to like understand things and really going on her own. She has some genuinely like intimidating scenes and dialogue and, and you get spooked out by her and there's there's one scene where her and Gemma are talking she's like like Gemma who is second primary user for her um tells her to shut down and she responds with like I thought we were having a conversation and it's like there's real tension in that moment because you're like oh man like this is you know it's there's a slow burn for her to eventually turn into what people saw from the trailer but man, w once it happens, it hits. So yeah, it definitely pays off. And one thing this movie does well, I think, is kind of going in waves with, you have one scene where she kills someone and then it goes down and then builds up the tension again to where it explodes down and up. And it keeps doing that until we get to the climax where it goes straight up and then it finally dips down for the end of the movie. Yeah, and... It, you know, this is, again, I, I talked about this at the beginning, though. This is one of those rare things here where it's a January release where you don't see these things usually being good. They're throwaway spots. But, you know, this is one of these rare things right now. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, 73% on Metacritic, $12 million budget, $30.5 million opening. Great word of mouth. And I tell you, man, James Wan and Jason Blum, this this production company Blumhouse man they they've got this figured out they, yeah they they've got this formula down man like this this model that they are using is making money and I for one there's certainly the lead you can honestly and they've already talked about a sequel is already in development but this really feels when you get to the end of this movie too that there can be a sequel. It's, it's very, very plausible. It doesn't feel forced. And I, for one, I hope we get one because I, I'm, I'm shocked by this movie. Yeah. I was just about to say as well. It does feel, it feels like this movie concluded and included well, while also, you know, setting up a sequel without it, like stepping in the way, like, you know, how some things will just be like, oh, so that ending is just like sequel bait in a way. This movie, like, it doesn't feel like that at all. No, it does not feel like sequel bait. It feels like, hey, we made a good movie. Like, we made a good movie, and if people respond, we have ideas for a sequel, and we'll do it. 
but we made something that if this is the only one that we do, this can stand alone. I appreciate that. I like that. I also will say too, that one of the things that I do appreciate about this movie, and I'm not somebody who gets offended by, you know, like gore and stuff like that, but this movie doesn't use that for its kills. And it really does for this movie. It works. The, the, the terror, the fear, the horror aspect of it again is about building tension. It's about the scenes. It's about body language, things like that. It, it does not rely on an overabundance of of gore and blood and over the top kills, really. Um, and that really lends itself in this movie. I think where I thought this movie was going to be by the trailer that would have been them going over the top with the death scenes. And I really appreciate the restraint that they use because I think that's another thing that enhances this movie is the lack of like on screen violent kills. Sometimes your imagination is better than seeing something on screen. Yeah. This movie really is kind of more on the tension and the payoffs to that tension over is kind of the gory stuff, which is really funny. It's which sounds exactly like something that Blumhouse Studio is gonna make. Well, they start filming in February, and it's funny. I want these people to work on that as well because they really do like point out the tension, and then bam, you get it. Instead of like you get the tension, and that's kind of sacrificed for just a flashy, gory, bloody kill. Yeah, no, that is absolutely right. And uh, again, uh, um, I am just, I'm so impressed with this movie as we, we close out this review and we're going to give our, our popcorn time rating. and I'm going to give my final thoughts, you know, during the, you know, our reviews. And if this is for some reason, your first episode here at Matt goes to the movies, you're, you're listening to this because you wanted to hear our thoughts on Megan. Uh, the way that our rating CL goes is we call it popcorn time and we rate it on five buckets of popcorn. Uh, this movie for me, I did a letterbox review of this, which is rated out of five stars. So it's very similar to our scale here. And I gave this five stars and I give this five buckets. Are there a couple things here and there? Is it 100% perfect? No, it is not perfect, but it is a perfect icon movie. I truly believe that Megan is going to become an icon of cinema in this genre. This movie is that good. That character model is that good. And people are already talking about this. Like this movie is honestly you know, 33, you know, $30 million might not seem like a lot, but go look at reviews, what critics are saying, what people are saying. This really is already a, like a phenomenon that this is doing so well. And people are into this. They are impressed by this. And again, I thought I was going to enjoy this movie because it was just going to be silly and goofy. And it was going to embrace that. What I got is a well crafted movie that knows what it is doing. It is not just relying on horror. It is not relying on cheap scares. It is bringing you in to an experience where you want to, you want to see these two people um, 
you know, the, the young girl and her guardian, you want to see them come together and you genuinely start to see the cracks and you see how things are going to go wrong and you don't want that, but you're having a good time along the way. This movie is so much more than what you thought you were going to get from the trailer. And I applaud it. This is very easily, it was no doubt once I was done with it, this is a five on the popcorn time scale for me. Yeah, it's a it's a definitely like a very good and very surprising movie. Once again, I was not expecting it to be this good. I'll probably give it like a four and a half, maybe. I think the end, like the end confrontation draws a little bit too far for me, but everything else was actually done like pretty well. Even like some of the kills, like there's a kill in the midway with a car accident and it just and like we kind of went, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's definitely some surprises in there again. Some some oddly placed humor elements that that that. that surprisingly work, um, you know, don't feel forced, but uh, just a tremendous movie, something that I absolutely recommend going and seeing in the theater. If it comes out on digital and it's 20 bucks to rent it, in all honesty, it's worth it. Rent this on Google Play or YouTube or any other digital service and, and rent this for 20 bucks and watch it in your home. I cannot imagine you would be disappointed with this movie. It is that good. So... Thank you so much for tuning in to this review. Again, like we said at the top, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, it's very quick. It helps us out a lot and it costs you nothing. Head over to YouTube, head over to Facebook, Instagram, click the link here for all of our links where you can subscribe and be a part of Matt Goes to the Movies. We are bringing many, many reviews for the month of July Starting on the 15th, we are going to be every night doing a live reaction review for The Last of Us. We are also talking about Puss in Boots, Last Wish. We are going through Will Smith movies, former king of the box office. We're going to be talking about Independence Day. We're going to be talking about Hancock, Wild Wild West, everything in between. We're going to be doing Twitch streaming for the video game release of the Dead Space remake. We are going to start branching and doing video game reviews. So there's a lot of stuff coming this month and all this year at Matt Goes to the Movies. Yes, and he means January as well, folks. So, yes. so <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be looking forward to. I am definitely going to get involved in some of this stuff as well, especially the... um. The gaming stuff, obviously that was my idea, but we are going to do the Dead Space remake. I think we're going to try to find a way to get that on both channels as long as mine as well. So stay in tune for that. Yep, absolutely. So thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you very soon at Matt Goes to the Movies.